Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Today is Monday, October 26th, and you are listening to Rocket City Lift. everyone. Welcome back to Rocket City Lift. I'm Tara Bolger. I'm Brett Goodman. We come to you three times a week and try to bring a bit of a spiritual lift to your day. Today, this is a last in a sermon series about seven Hebrew words every Christian should know. So before we get to that last word, let's begin with prayer. Let us pray. God, we thank you for hope in the darkness. We thank you for hope when we cannot see it, we thank you for hope that it is eternal. In your name, amen. Our scripture is from Jeremiah, the 29th chapter, verses 4 through 14. Thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, to all exiles whom I have sent into exile from Jerusalem to Babylon. Build houses and live in them. Plant gardens and eat what they produce. Take wives and have sons and daughters. Take wives for your sons and give your daughters in marriage that they may bear sons and daughters. Multiply there and do not decrease. But seek the welfare of the city where I have sent you into exile and pray to the Lord on its behalf for in its welfare you will find your welfare. For thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, Do not let the prophets and the diviners who are among you deceive you, and do not listen to the dreams that they dream, for it is a lie that they are prophesying to you in my name. I did not send them, says the Lord. For thus says the Lord, Only when Babylon's seventy years are completed will I visit you, and I will fulfill to you my promise and bring you back to this place. For surely I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord, plans for your welfare and not for harm, to give you a future with hope. Then when you call upon me and come and pray to me, I will hear you. When you search for me, you will find me if you seek me with your whole heart. I will let you find me, says the Lord, and I will restore your fortunes and gather you from all the nations and all the places where I have driven you, says the Lord and I will bring you back to the place from which I sent you into exile. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to God. God. Well, Tara, as you said, this is our final week in our sermon series on seven words, Hebrew words every Christian should know. What is the Hebrew word in this passage, and why should we know it? The word is tikva, T-I-K-V-A-H, and it means hope. And I think Christians really need to know about this word because, of course, we're people of hope. But Mm -hmm. I think in the um, Hebrew understanding, it's a little different. Hmm. So hope in the Hebrew Bible is not um, a feeling necessarily. It's an expectation that God is present and working for the good of God's people. Hmm. Um, And so it's really, a, a, I think, a... A mindset yeah. that believes that God is always there and working for God's people. Hmm. It's, so it's, correct me if I'm wrong. It sounds almost like a 
like a state of being um, as opposed to like, man, I really hope I won the lottery this week. Yes. And it's also a practice Hmm. Um, in the passage that we have before us. um, The Israelites have been conquered by the Babylonians and sent off to live in foreign lands. And so the practice is remembering that they have hope. They have an expectation that this will not be forever and that God, they will see God's face again. Hmm. Um, so I actually think that's maybe a spiritual discipline of having hope even when you're in that scary place. Yeah, well, t- tell us more about finding hope. The, as you mentioned, the Israelites are in exile. The promised land, everything in the narrative of their nation's history is built up to owning this land, and they've been taken off of it. They are in a foreign land. They are uh, now ruled they are they are not where they're supposed to be they are in exile so what does it look like to have hope in a place of exile it's interesting i think in this passage because for a long time israelites identified themselves by keeping to their own society Mm -hmm. having their own laws and following those Mm -hmm. but they're in exile and so it's interesting that the lord god says Work for the welfare of the city because that is also your welfare. Mm -hmm. Um, But then even though they feel like they're in this place to always remember that God will call them back home Mm -hmm. um, and to have that expectation. So I think that's really interesting that exile is this scary place. It's not where they want to be. And yet the Lord God says, do the very best you can in that place. Mm Yeah, it's similar to what we talked about last week with Shalom of um, peace doesn't equal passivity. Hope doesn't equal I'm just going to sit here and hope that things will be better at some point and God will make it all good. Uh, But God's calling you to work where you've been exiled. You know, if I'm sure 99% of us feel like we're in some sort of exile with COVID. Um, But God doesn't say... um, the, the hope of that isn't that you just sit there and wait for COVID to end, but God says, you know, the kingdom of God is still here now that you can work for, and this won't last forever. Uh, but while you're in exile, part of hope is continuing to work and knowing that not only is this not the end, uh, but you can still uh, produce gardens. You can still build homes even in exile. Yeah, I know you've experienced this, right? I mean, whenever you take... A call at a church and you upgrade your life and you're moving to a totally new city it's scary yeah um, but we have the expectation that that's where God has put us for a reason mm-hmm. and lo and behold <laughs> there God is so I think everyone has that experience of doing something that is so new you don't know what to expect or being in a place where you don't want to be yeah um, and still we are called to expect God being a part of that mm-hmm. and bringing us home mm-hmm. in a sense. Yeah, I think that's to to go back to hope is that it's not just a hope that it'll end as you said, but it's a hope that even in the exile that God is present. It's it's not a hope that everything's just going to be fine at some point. It's the hope that here and now and in the future that God's work will continue working. Uh even when I don't see God because I'm in exile. Yeah, I think my definition is hope is an expectation of God's presence Mm. and providence. Mm. 
so that no matter what happens, God will bring something out of that that is fruitful. Could you break down for us what you mean by an expectation of God's providence, maybe if we don't know what that word means? Yeah, so providence is the idea that um, God is at work in the world and in our lives, and that things aren't all going to be great, but that in some way God will use the events of our lives to bring good to both us and to the world. Um, Again, doesn't mean we get out of pain, Mm -hmm. but it is the expectation that even in pain, God can bring something good out of that. Yeah. To your point, God says to seek the welfare of the city who are your oppressors, who Mm -hmm. have conquered you. That even in this uh, terrible place that you're in right now, you can still be the light of the world. um, Yeah. Yep. So I'm going to share with you one of my favorite poems by Emily Dickinson to close. Hope is the thing with feathers that perches in the soul and sings the tune without the words and never stops at all. And sweetest in the gale is heard and sore must be the storm that could abash the little bird that kept so many warm. I've heard it in the chillest land and on the strangest sea, yet never in extremity it asks a crumb of me. Thank you all for joining us. If you enjoyed our poem, then you should go to rocketcitylift.com where we put it up and cited it. We'll see you back on Wednesday. Now may each of you go out to love and to serve, to be well, to care for yourselves and others, knowing that the grace and love of God is upon you. Amen.